Hey, what's going on, motivators? Dr. Drill with the Making Motivation Podcast. Oh, let me just let this Peter walk by. He's doing some painting. Got a little fucking jeans going. Covered in paint, this guy. Sorry. Looks like it's a dude from Evil Dead. Pretty cool, actually. Bruce Campbell. Looks like the guy from Evil Dead. Um, just hustling across that road. It's all fucking tattooed up. Okay, so I'm at Lowe's here. As it's Friday evening, spirits are pretty high because I'm done for the week and I freaking helped a shitload of people. Had a ton of laughs, told a lot of stories, a lot of great people in my life. It's wonderful. It's wonderful, wonderful. I'm thankful to all of you who are listening, who are interested in the things that I have to say. Um, every once in a while, I have somebody come in and tell me, oh, yeah, you need to get on, you know, you might want to get on Instagram, or you might want to get, you know, you need to get, get some of your stuff on video, maybe your uh, the chiropractic stuff, people might be interested in some of this stuff, or, or your um, exercise stuff, or maybe the uh, wood carving, people might... You know, so I'm mostly on Facebook, uh, as I have mentioned before, apparently. <clears throat> it is quite confusing as to what is like the newest app or what is the, you know, how to best communicate. Now, I have friends on, um, and I got hoes in different area codes is what I'm trying to say. So... I want to effectively keep in communication with them. Really, what my goal is to keep pe- is to keep people laugh, laughing, make people laugh, make people think, engage with people that really matter to me, and even some of them. I'll be honest; I don't want to do it all the time. I don't want to exchange things, make things too deep. Anyway, this guy's you know mentioned me yesterday. Oh, yeah, you need to get on Instagram. A lot of that. I'm like, talking about from a business point of view. How are you? Are you busy? Yeah, I'm pretty busy. Maybe get on Instagram. And I'm trying to think of whether or not I could be an Instagram personality or how much I would want to, how much representation I would want to get on there, put out there for the world, especially given how zany I can be and especially given my experience recently with this uh, Facebook marketplace thing. And I did succeed in selling that that uh, cherry picker, right? I told you a story about the guy came picked it up yesterday after dealing with a dozen other turds who, you know, wanted to no-show me or low-ball me or living in different states and different countries, perhaps. So I got some tips on how to handle that better. Talked to a guy just closed a business. He said that um, what you need to do is don't invite people over your house necessarily. Uh, you gotta fucking so have them call you. Are you serious about it? Give me a call. You know, are you local? Ask them some things so you can kind of get a sense of where they're coming from, what they're up to. Are they going to use it? Are they going to waste your time? So I need to be better at that. If I'm going to do more of this, and I will, because I 
accumulate things like everyone else, want to buy and sell things. But I'll be very cautious in the future. I'm not going to give anybody the time of day. they got to pass muster. So there's that. Um, but I did successfully sell it yesterday. That's awesome. But, you know, talking about these platforms, how much of, of Dr. O, Dr. Drill, Drill Bits do I want to be out there? You know, what's it going to do for me? It's going to make me busier because I don't know how much busier than I would want to be, to be honest with you. Um, so what would my goal be? But it's something to think about. It makes me happy thinking that there's some people out there that would want to hear my ramblings or listen to my podcast or tune into a channel featuring whatever I do. On the chiropractic side, I might have mentioned previously, I talked to my friend Vera and I set her up with my buddy, um, a visit from my buddy Bud Weiser, who's an electrician. He's great. He's helped me out many times. He helped um, her out yesterday and she said, she remarked, you have great friends. Yeah, and I said in yesterday's podcast that, yeah, if you want to have a friend, you got to fucking be a friend. So people give me the time of day because I'm a good guy. Once you get spend enough time around me, you realize that I operate with integrity. I care about you. And I, you know, I'm a reasonable person. Maybe you want to be around me. Maybe you want to help me. And maybe I'll help you. Because we all got to help each other or else we are fucked. You know, but anyway, Vera said yesterday something about chiropractic. Oh, yeah, her friend who's a physical therapist. And she works out with her, sees her in the gym. And she always says, oh, yeah, you know, uh, we don't like chiropractors. I don't like chiropractors. Da, 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 da. And she was all about her really good things about Dr. Oberst and Dr. Drill. And he used to run the program or whatever. You know, here's, here's the deal. And we are all guilty of this to a degree. The stereotypes. We've got to be careful with that, though. I mean, because there's some truth. If you ask me about chiropractors, I've told you, there's some real fucking dopes out there. This hot rodder with a fucking motorcycle behind me. It's like Poncherelli. Um, so, there's some people who are real characters out there, some doctors who are just, they're just low integrity hacks, and they're just trying to make money, and because they can't really, they might not be very good at what they do, at helping people, or that maybe they don't want to help people, maybe they just want, just looking to fucking, just making widgets now, it's just, you know, this is my career, and certainly the idea is to help people and run a successful business, you know, have something to show for your hard work, because this is hard work, but, uh, this isn't like we're trying to fucking run a monopoly, or, uh, you know, for some short-term, uh, income, we're going to make some decisions that are going to fuck us up in the long term, or, you know, oversell it, or whatever it is, I'm just comfortable where I'm at, got a busy practice, it's just me, I'm looking for strategies, yes, to try to maybe add some more services or another doctor, see where it goes in the future, or not. I figure i got 20 more years left in this profession. That would put me at, let's say, I mean, that would put me at almost 70. I'm 46 right now. 
56, 66. I'd be retirement age. That would be legit retirement age. And by that time, I doubt that I would want to be doing this much work. You know, working this hard. I'll keep doing it in some capacity, but 66 years of age. I'll be looking to throttle back and do things, do other things, you know. But I'll be around here for 15, 20 more years is my goal. So, just spitballing about that. But I don't want to get off on a tangent here. My point is this. Some Yeah, there's some shitbird chiropractors. Yeah, there's some bad cops. Uh, yeah, there's some um, low-integrity lawyers out there. And some auto mechanics that are going to take you, you know, and plumbers and electricians and landscapers and whoever the fuck. There's good and bad of everything. Uh, clergymen, fucking ministers and priests and shit. They might try to rape you. And although that can tend to cast a shadow on all priests or on all chiropractors or on all lawyers, on all teachers, uh, they just want to go to their summers off and they're lazy and they complain about all, think they're entitled and, you know, they don't do anything, they don't really care anymore, they're just marking time until they can retire. Maybe some of them, for some of them, that's true. Maybe some of them really give a shit. So in your community right now, there's a chiropractor who's got high integrity, who gives a shit, who, who is glad that, that you're in his life, um, that charges a, more than a fair price and spends a shitload of time with you. And that just otherwise is all about love and wants to operate above board. I know, because that's me. Uh, there's a lawyer in your community who is not an ambulance chaser and will charge a fair price for a, for a fair amount of work and who's got a heart and who cares about the work that they do and really believes in the law. There's a cop, you know, who's uh, walking the beat right now or driving around your community that's got a family and lives there and really wants to protect and serve and just wants to just be left to do their job and wants the respect that they deserve and nothing more. And there are teachers who really care about and love the subjects they teach and their students. You know, and there are truck drivers who take a lot of pride in the work that they do, carrying goods across the country, across our communities to deliver them. And they just want a, a good a good day's worth of pay, a decent paycheck for for doing that. And they're car salesmen that are tired of all trying to make some quick money by adding some gap insurance or, uh, you know, running up a bill or, you know, trying to sell you high or whatever the fuck. And they're just like, you know what? That's too hard. I'm not looking to make some fucking quick money uh, at your expense and at my the expense of my integrity. So you walk away from here and tell people I make a little bit of a, make a thousand dollars extra today, but you're going to go off and tell people. And the word's going to get out that I'm, I'm bullshit. There's a dentist you can go to 
and it's going to be a pleasant experience. You know, they'll allay your fears and clean up your nasty fucking teeth. And not every medical doctor uh, is just looking to run you through a mill in and out. And not every insurance insurance uh, company is just looking to stick their hand in your pocket and give you nothing in return. And not every pharmaceutical company, and certainly not every employee, manager, uh, director of of these pharmaceutical companies are just looking to try to make money. I feel like a lot of times when we make assumptions about different types of people, we can get into people, by by the way. We can get into, uh, you know, nationalities and races and, you know, religions and all that stuff. But, you know, it's too easy. But you know the stereotypes that are out there about that. Not everyone fits the profile. So can we just, like, regard each other as fellow homo sapiens and try to help each other and try to help the world be a better place for us to live in? Because, as I stated yesterday... That's easy. It might not seem, it might be hard up front, but there's a huge dividend that is paid. There's a major payoff, an advantage to you, because more goodness comes back to you. You enrich in your community. You don't play into this stupidity, the ignorance of assuming, you know, assuming that people are this way, or society is this way, or these particular occupations or organizations are all bad because you met one person in any of them that, you know, fit a profile was an asshole. It's just stupid. And all of us might have that gut reaction, you know, when you, uh, hey, this is my husband, he's a lawyer. And you're like, oh, this guy's probably a fucking asshole. You know, he's probably rolling in the money. Uh, look at his fancy car. What does he got to do for that? Sell his soul and throw people under the bus. And, you know, you think about some bullet uh, billboard going through, you know, when you're on a, a trip or something, riding down the interstate, you see some billboard with some dickhead. I'm going to make him pay. You just tell this guy. It's just all about, you know. You see, it plays into the human tendency to want that, to want revenge, to want somebody, a real asshole. I want a real asshole on my side. Because you wronged me. And now, this guy is going to get me exactly what I deserve from you. I tell you, I don't know about you, but I wouldn't want, you know, Jim the Hammer Shapiro or whoever the fuck. Whatever the the, the lawyer's name. You know, I, I mentioned him because when I was in chiropractic college in western New York... He was a, in Buffalo, he was a personality. And he was this skinny little guy in a suit that was entirely too big. And he, that's how he talked. He'd like, my name is Jim the Hammer Shapiro, and I'm going to make them pay. Did they wrong you? Did you work in fucking smothered in asbestos? Did they fucking give you a medical procedure? I'll make them all pay. And you could tell he was just this guy. And his phone must have been ringing off the hook. Why? Because he led by fear. And he made these people be like, oh, I'm going to get fucking Jim the Hammer Shapiro. If I could hire him, have him on my case, that would be so great. Because I want him to fucking 
needs. I want him to make this person pay. And that might feel good in the short term, and you might get a little, a nice little paycheck or whatever it is, settlement. But don't you feel dirty? Don't you feel like a scumbag, like you're part of the problem? Regardless of how wronged you feel you were, you want this guy to go attack your your adversary. I need somebody to work on my behalf to really make them pay. Does it seem like the guy is really, does it sound like he really cares about uh, enforcing the law? Or, you know, he's just going to go after this person. Won't you hear the specifics before you say you're going to go after somebody and make them pay? Literally and figuratively. Cause them duress. You see what I'm saying? Anyway, so it all comes down to be nice to people. You know, I had another friend, delighted to find another friend and a, and a fellow veteran post something regularly about, is you know, too hard just to be nice to people? Um, you know, talking about this many people, it was about veterans. It was like 270 or 200-something, hundreds, way too many veterans that take their own lives. There are far more veterans. In fact, this is something that I learned when I was on uh, vacation. Unfortunately, I'm reading the news, and it said that like five times the number of veterans commit suicide as compared to the general population. How nuts is that? How unfortunate is that? Five times the number of veterans, people who signed up to serve our country, to fight and potentially die serving, protecting, Ponchirelli behind me coming up my butthole. Um, five times the number of, pe- of veterans are dying or committing suicide than the general population, general public. How fucking tragic is that? Just terrible, man. Unacceptable. And it's sad. And so my buddy was saying, you know, he talked about that. And he said, and not just veterans. This is a lot of people. So maybe you could make somebody's day by being nice to them. I think there are a lot more really nice people than it seems. Sometimes, just like, you know... You watch the news and you think, wow, the world's such a horrible place. Well, it can be, but there's a lot of goodness, too. You don't hear that about that. But we need to point out, you know, these... We need to point these um, things out. These problems out as they occur. And pay attention, because it all is... It is really simple. If you're just kind to people, well, then, you know, you can make somebody's day. Take interest in somebody, give them a pat on the back, help them when they're feeling down, be the one person who's pledges to, to make a difference. You know, i got a lot of people in my life that I try to be that person for, and there's plenty of more that I haven't talked to in a while, and I wonder about them. 
I hope they're okay, but maybe life takes me in another direction, and I just, I can't help everybody. But I do want to. I do want people to help themselves. And I want, once you're, you've unfucked yourself, help other people. That's, that's the best. Nothing's better than that. Getting yourself in a good place and then pulling other people up with you. That is a leader. So does that. I think you got the point. So there's a story that, that uh, I hope is not redundant again, but um, I had a, um, when I was going on that freaking vacation, we stopped in this little shitty fucking uh, gas station. And I had, I had, uh, shamefully, I, I hadn't really eaten much. We packed some snacks, boiled down to some beef jerky and some water and some, I don't know, not, nothing really, uh, nourishing. We had some stuff and I had a cup of coffee and I had another cup of coffee and then at some point we were starving and then there was nothing, couldn't get anything. I said, all right, just grab those fucking Dunkin' Donuts, grab some munchkins. So we grabbed in, in, uh, Ann Arbor, Michigan, went to a Dunkin' Donuts, I got a freaking large coffee and some munchkins and a bagel and maybe a breakfast sandwich and bits and pieces of that. So I was, you know, didn't really have a lot of great nutrition in me. And at some point we had to gas back up. I pulled in this gas station, trying to find the nicest one, you know, something that looked a weary traveler. Maybe I could, you know, hit the restroom, get my, fill my tank up, get some food, feel good about it, get back on the road real quick. All right, one looked like a place had a little fucking checkout counter, you know, like a little 7 Eleven or something like that. Restroom. So I pull in there, get gas, go in, and, you know, get a fucking six inch thick, look like bulletproof glass that the checkout people were behind. And it was all, you know, cases and cases of five-hour energy stacked up next to windshield wiper wiper fluid and, you know, CBD and rolling papers and porn mags and all kinds of cigarettes and disgusting shit there. I was thinking, this year, hey, good for you for having a job. And I go in the fucking, uh, there's nothing to eat there. Nothing was edible. Nothing was anything that, that, that I would want, that I was looking to buy or consume. I mean, I, I wouldn't want to fucking buy a pack of gum from these people. So I go in there, I got to hit the restroom, got to take a dump. I go in this restroom, like half half of the building was a store, and half of it was uh, devoted to slot machines. Like online gaming, you know, put a, put your money in here and then keep pulling the handle and you know, all these little gambling things. Things like middle of Pennsylvania or maybe it was Ohio, but it was definitely middle of nowhere. I go in there, I take a horrible dump in there. Yeah, I was fucking ashamed of myself. But I normally, when you walk out and you see the next person you see, you're like, Ugh, no eye contact, in a rest area. God, I was ashamed I even had to use a public restroom. Ashamed of what I did in there. Um, I clean myself up, head out, and I look in this room, and there were like 
I don't know, six or eight people. They look like fucking aliens or something. Hillbilly aliens. I hate to judge. I know that I, I just told you guys not to judge people. But hillbilly aliens. And they're in there all slumped over and just like looking at it's six in the morning, mind you. Looking at these fucking pulling the handles on these disgusting this little little shitty area. They might as well have been in the restroom. As soon as you walk out, there's a bunch of fucking dopes pulling on these online gaming handles. Putting their little fucking spare change in there. Hoping that they make, I don't know, what are you, you going to make? $100? Catch them in the jackpot, you're going to make $100? I mean, how much could you make? And what are you going to do with that money? None of my business, but what the hell are you going to do with that money? If you, if your judgment is such that you are going to spend, you're going to be at 6 in the morning at some dumpy little fucking restaurant, uh, five and dime, where weary travelers are stumbling in out of the fucking gas station and taking horrible dumps in that toilet. And you just one friggin' wafer of... sheetrock between you and the damn restroom is you got these people pulling on these friggin' handles. It's disgusting to me. The food is disgusting, or lack thereof. None of it's edible. All the shiny little packages and all the neat little things that they're, you know, people buy to just try to stay alert and like, oh, give me this, some of this junk. It's almost like it's, it's, it's nothing organic about a place like this. I felt, I thought it terrible. I thought anybody, I mean, I, I, I didn't explore the area, you know, the, the uh, right off the highway is never the best place. I'm sure down the road you got people, different sorts of people living a normal life, but this was really freaking sketch. And I told a story this afternoon, the guy I was talking to was laughing his ass off. So I figured I'd tell that to you. It might be a little disgusting, but we've all had experiences like that. You're saying, what the hell is going on here? Even in the most, even in the nicest little off-the-highway rest area, it was a sheet. It was a gigantic place. Um, shiny, red, checkers, fucking decor, decor um, sandwiches, you know, packaged goods, fireworks, gas. It was like a super gas station, but even so, just like... I guess it's people. People are wonderful, and they're neat and tidy, and they shine up nice, but you get enough of them in a in small square footage, they're pretty disgusting. They're grosser than gross, my friend. So that's just something to consider, a little story to tell. I'm sure you got your own like that. I'd love to hear it. I look for shit like that to t- transpire. So we'll see what goes on now, my friend. A great day helping people, like I said. Feels good. And my friend Suzanne run the front desk on Fridays for the foreseeable future. 
and all's right with the world. Everybody else is healthy and happy. Our friggin' HVAC, uh, trying to rig it with this epoxy, and first take didn't take, so we're trying to get that going on. One more shot, and then, or we're gonna have to order a new part that who knows how long that's gonna take. Anyway, within the next couple days, we'll have HVAC again, and I just went to friggin' Lowe's. Okay, is where I was pulling out of when I started this podcast. Went to Lowe's and I got a second window unit. Because we got a deal. We got to manage some somehow. It's going to be a hot weekend, you know, even as though it's much less humid than uh, in the last couple days. I'm not fucking around with air conditioning. Tired of seeing frowns on faces. And I went in there and I found like a tore up box, like the air conditioning unit, GE, 250 square foot model. Um, This box is all fucked up. It's like half of it was ripped off. So I brought up to customer service. And I said, listen, is this a dented can? And she's like, well, I don't think the can's dented. It's a fucking phrase, man. The dented can means that, you know, look, this is fucked up. This is, are you going to, you know, is this going to be full price? Because the other, there's other ones in boxes. Do you plan on selling this? Uh, or are you going to send it back to the manufacturer or what? You know, she goes, oh, it looks like it's, I think it's operational. There's nothing wrong with the actual device, so... Um, I the best I can give you is 10%. So I'll take it. I got 10% on top of that with my uh, military discount. So 20%, one-fifth of $200, well, five times five is 25. I saved $50 on this shit, man. You think about that. So, make my family happy. We've got two of these units, one upstairs, one downstairs. And tomorrow we turn the air conditioning on for fucking... And we, it's going to be colder than the goddamn witch's titty in there. Alright? I mean, my nipples, I could cut glass with these fucking things. <clears throat> it's going to be so cold. <coughs> got some wood to carve this weekend. Finish up a gnome for a friend. Uh, finish up a fucking owl for my other friend. Got a guy on my case big time wants me to do this uh, bridge keeper. And I'm going to sleep my ass in tomorrow. Look, it should be a good weekend. And then this time next week, we'll be preparing to go away again. Oh, hey, Dr. O, what is this? You work two weeks out of every month? Yep. Love and respect to you all, my friends. <clears throat> if you're listening, well, I'd do anything for you. You're a good friend of mine, and uh, I appreciate you. So thank you for being in my life. Be safe this weekend. Have a wonderful weekend. And uh, stay motivated. Huh!